this podcast, we're talking about celebrity facelifts gone wrong. No, actually not. That was fake. We're talking about fake news, what it is, how easy it can go viral, how you can spot it, and why you should not share it. I'm Becca. And I'm Simon. From Passport to Success. The platform built by industry experts designed to help, support, advise and guide small businesses and entrepreneurs to success. Before we get into the meat of the podcast, we've got another tool that you can try to help with your marketing. This one's called Canva and it can help you with your visuals and will easily allow you to create designs from scratch in a few minutes. Canva's got a suite of features that make it easy to create stunning visuals. It's a simple drag and drop and you can have access to search their database for the best graphics, photos and fonts. They have transparency tools, speech bubble markers and more. They do have a free version available which is more than enough, although they have the Canva for work option which is $9.95 which is about £7 a month. Fake news. It's a type of journalism or propaganda that consists of deliberate lies or hoaxes spread via print or more predominantly, which is what we're going to really talk about in this age, is through social media. Fake news is written and published usually with the intent to mislead in order to damage the target of the news using sensationalist, dishonest or outright fabricated headlines to increase engagement, similar to the clickbait titles and articles that you see on your newsfeed. Clickbait is the term used for titles designed to make you click them. For example, using something that is a small part of a video, the main focus of the title would be considered clickbait, or the main focus be fabricated or exaggerated. Put simply, they're designed to make you click by using sensationalistic messaging. When creating your links, you want people to click on them and your adverts, so you need to make them exciting and spark people's curiosity. It is a form of clickbait, but it needs to be business clickbait. If you're a plumber and you want people to click on your advert, create clickbait relevant to plumbing. Something along the lines of this leaky tap turned into £50 worth of damage or because they didn't do this one thing. Make sure it's true, rather than clickbait of a celebrity gossip nature. Due to the nature of fake news, it can be quite scandalous and gossipy. It's designed to get the most engagement out of people. An analysis by BuzzFeed found that the top 20 fake news stories about the 2016 US presidential election received more engagement on Facebook than the top 20 election stories from 19 major media outlets. So you can see how effective clickbait and sensationalistic titles can on content can be. Claire Wardle, the first draft news identifies seven types of fake news. Satire or parody. No intention to cause harm, but has potential to fool. Number two, false connection. When headlines, visuals or captions don't support the content. Number three, misleading content. Misleading use of information to frame an individual or issue. Four, false context. When genuine content is shared with false contextual information. Five, imposter content. When genuine sources are impersonated with false made up sources. 6. Manipulated content, when genuine information or imagery is manipulated to deceive as with a doctored photo. And finally, number 7. Fabricated content, new content is 100% false, designed to deceive and do harm. Strictly speaking, fake news is completely made up. It's been designed to deceive readers and to get the most traffic and profit. The definition of fake news also includes distorted or dubious information. These stories can become viral 
and it's not because the readers are stupid, it's because the news format is easy to mimic. So remember, anything that you share on your business social media platforms will reflect on your brand. We've talked before about the importance of brand perceptions. If you share trustworthy news stories relevant to your business content and something a bit of fun, people will have a positive perception of your brand. If you share negative news stories, fake news and miserable content, they will see your brand more negatively. Also, be aware if your personal social media profiles are linked in any way to your business one, they can come back and haunt you. Also, the term has been loosely thrown around recently, especially in American politics, mainly in the Trump presidential campaign. Chris Silliza described the tweet from Trump on CNN as an accidental revelation about Trump's use of the term fake news and wrote, To Trump, those words mean the same thing. Negative news coverage is fake news. Fake news is negative news coverage. In 2018, the British government decided that the term fake news will not be used in official documents. This is down to the fact it has become a misleading term that conflates a variety of false information. So how does fake news become viral? So we've taken an example of a tweet from Eric Tucker, a 35-year-old co-founder of a marketing company in Texas. At the time of his tweet, he had only 40 Twitter followers. His tweet was a photo of some coaches and he speculated they were paid protesters being bussed to demonstrations against President-elect Donald Trump and it fueled a nationwide conspiracy theory, one that Trump even joined in with. His posts were shared at least 16,000 times on Twitter and more than 350,000 times on Facebook. The problem is that he got it wrong. There were no buses packed with paid protesters. But that didn't matter. The buses were actually there for an unrelated conference. Buses that the conference organisers proved that it was their buses, but again, no one listened or cared about that. Tucker said, I'm also a very busy businessman, and I don't have time to fact check everything that I put out there, especially when I don't think it's going out there for wide consumption. It was posted onto a subreddit for Trump and generated over 300 comments. It then got picked up on a discussion forum for Democrats which then got linked onto some high-profile Facebook pages. They were then shared again over 5,000 times. The storyline became a prominent one throughout the conservative blogs, with other sites incorporating Tucker's tweet and referring to him as an eyewitness, despite the fact he tweeted earlier he saw no unloading of protesters. And even Trump tweeted about the fake protesters. This all happened over the space of two days all because someone speculated what they saw and didn't properly do their fact-checking. And yes, it is about the presidential election, which is a high-profile social media frenzy. All fake news isn't going to blow up that quickly. So how can you tell a fake from the real deal? And how can you help to stop the spreading of the fake news? It's not that hard to make an educated guess as to whether it's real or not. Here are the things you should do to ascertain if it's real or fake. Check out the domain name. Is it one of the more common ones such as .com or .co.uk or is it one you've never seen before? Google the sources or figures given in the story. If they're credible, chances are they'll appear on other websites or articles. Look for a contacted section. Real websites will have a way to contact someone. If this is missing, chances are there isn't someone on the other end. first you hear from a story is from a website you've never heard of. Wait for it to be reported elsewhere. News websites such as BBC is a credible source for breaking news and news stories. Check the date of publication to see if the story is relevant and up to date, or is it an old story which has been dug out of the archives again and again. 
Is it a satire site? Some websites such as The Borowitz Report on The New Yorker, The Onion and News Thump are based in satire. Their stories have been taken at face value and spread. Look at their website. Read the other articles. Are they, are they in jest? And what can you do to help stop the fake news going viral? So make sure you don't blindly share any news stories that you see. One of the reasons fake news stories get so many shares are people read the title, make an instant decision and share. They may not have even read the article, but the clickbait title makes them think they don't even need to read the article. You have control over what you share. Don't react to the articles designed to trigger your emotions. And remember, whatever you share is on behalf of your business and your brand. If you share too much fake news and clickbait articles, then your brand will become associated with the negativity of fake news. You don't want it to have a negative effect on your brand. It's fine to share your business content on your personal one, but don't share your personal content on your business profile. That's it for this podcast. Thank you for listening. Follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. And we'll see you in our next podcast. Bye. Bye.